Well, hey there, busy friend. It's your girl, Steph, here. Before we dive into today's episode, I just want to say thanks. Thanks for being here. Thank you for taking a couple moments, breaking away from the craziness of your day, just for us to be able to lean in and spend these next couple moments encouraging one another. I know it's not always easy, especially now where we feel like we're having to juggle and do all the things. There's there's a different kind of rhythm of rush and there's a lot of different things, maybe people tugging at your attention today. But I just want you to know that I'm glad you're here. So whether you're listening, driving in the car, you're at home doing laundry, or maybe you are that fellow mom that right now is hiding in the bathroom, hoping your kids don't find you. Over these next couple moments together, I just want to give you the space to be uplifted, encouraged, um, maybe to have some of that noise that's surrounding you right now, just get silence for a little bit and to give you space to breathe. So you ready? Let's dive into this week's episode of Between the Busy. Let's talk about our wellness. I love this quote from George Bernard Shaw that says, those who cannot change their minds cannot change anything. See, mindset truly is everything, isn't it? Building my fit club around this idea this month was so important to me, and I'm so excited to share it with you. Yes, from the outside, it looks like all nutrition and workouts, but see, those are just steps to a much greater journey, a stronger, happier, more mindful you. So for the next 30 days, I'm taking my usual workout, accountability, and nutrition plans up to the next level by offering daily mindset tips and assignments to stretch you and help you grow into the best, brightest, shiniest version of yourself, the person that I know you can be. It's never too late, and I'm ready to coach you along every step of your journey. If you knew you couldn't fail, what's one thing that you would like to be true about you? See, busy friend, once you believe it, I know you can achieve it. To get started, go to staffcram.com, click the link to join my virtual fit club. Let's get started and we'll walk through this together. Welcome back, busy friend. So I recently took to my social media and I asked the question, how are you? And I did this for a couple of reasons, most in point because I knew how I was feeling. And there was a piece of me that wanted to know that I wasn't alone um, without necessarily attracting people who were just going to like tickle my ears and tell me what I like. I just, I wanted to make sure it wasn't just me who was kind of feeling some kind of way. And what I ended up getting was a flood of responses from other, gosh, so many of the people, especially all my, all my working girlfriends, my busy mama friends who all said that they were finding themselves feeling exhausted, overwhelmed, and just this heaviness from all of the chaos and crazy in the world around us. And and listen, I know you've probably felt it. If you're not feeling it right now, you have over the course of this past, my gosh, year, imagine that, between just trying to, to navigate through everything and then juggling or prioritizing, as you heard me talk about in a recent episode, all of the things. And then on top of the daily work life stuff, if you are a parent with kids who are now virtual learning, or maybe they've been hybrid learning. God bless y'all where your kids have been in school the whole time. I, I really, I, I want to be like you <laughs> soon. But for, for most of us, this has literally been a season where our worlds have collided together. And there's been a lot of muddiness as far as there, there really hasn't been any, any rhythm or any consistency 
in any sort of daily routine whatsoever. Like it's been, it's been totally muddied and I've been feeling this way. And so in having these conversations um, through people on social and just diving in and saying, hey, you know, where do you think it's coming from and how are you feeling and what are you doing? And honestly, just trying to, to pick and really see, is it is it something greater that we can kind of all navigate through together? And that's what led to talking to you about this very topic. See, something that we can all agree on is that there's a lot around us right now that feels like we can't control. You know, we can't control, I mean, to some extent, uh, what our kids' schools are doing. We can't control our current work situation, right? If you're used to going into an office and now you're forced to work out of your home, that's not really a decision that you're having to make. It's being dictated to you. Um, we can't control the things that are going on in our government, at least as much as we thought that we could. And, like, there's just so much that we feel like is, is out of our control. But busy friend, can I just tell you, you and I, there are more things that we genuinely can control and we're just not looking at it. We're not paying attention to it. And so I just want to encourage and empower you today, just like I needed to give myself the pep talk on one of, I believe, the, the many areas of our life right now that we can control, and that is our calendar. And maybe you, like I, have been in a season where it's like, I have no daily routine anymore. Like it's it's inconsistent. Like as quickly as the wind blows, that that's my daily routine. The schedule that I had this very time a year ago is not the same daily routine. It's not the same schedule that I am maintaining right now. And so listen, you've probably heard me say before, if you want something different, then you and I must do something different. And so that's what we're going to do today. Now, I had this aha moment as I'm sitting with both of my kids and trying to help them navigate through their school day, virtual learning from home. And, and let me just pause by saying, I've always appreciated our kids' teachers, but I have gained a newfound, deeper admiration and respect for what our teachers have to go through on the daily. Because one of the things that I've realized is that while my previous life, even prior to getting into the corporate world, was as a teacher, <laughs> sitting in a classroom, there's a reason I didn't do that very long. And I just, I'm, I'm not built for that. So all of you teachers who are listening to this, God bless every single one of you. I, I just don't have the patience anymore. But there is something that I realized in thinking about my kids and their routine and, and you and I, when we were in school, what that was like and how that relates to what I'm going to teach you here in this podcast, we're going to walk through together. This is literally the exact same thing that I've had to do um, both years ago when I was, my life was crazy working 65 hours a week, trying to juggle and prioritize or balance, however you want to say it, my family, my career. Um, and then, oh, somehow along the way, I thought it was a great idea to start my own business and the busy cracks of my day when I really didn't have time or thought that I didn't have time. I actually had more time then than I have now. But but everything that I'm going to walk through with you in this episode is literally the blueprint that I had to learn. And it's just a mindset shift, right? This is, this is exactly what we're going to be talking about in this next month in our virtual fit crew is that, that mindset shift. But the same thing applies to all other areas of our life. So we are going to learn how to control the chaos without sacrificing your own mental sanity. Are you ready? Okay. First, 
let's go back to that, that analogy of being in school. And let me just tell you, I mean, my kids, they're getting ready to go all in back in school and oh, praise Jesus. We have been, we've been praying for and <laughs> counting down these days and it's finally happening. I'm so excited. I'm hoping that the same is going to happen for your kids here soon. But, but think about school days. There is a reason why kids are able to accomplish so much in school each day. And it, listen, even if you don't have kids, you've been in school. Think about this. There's this retention of tons of information, maybe writing reports, meeting deadlines, learning several different subjects all at once, and then taking a test on everything that's been learned, all because there's a there's a very structured system that's followed. And, and today, we're actually going to put a system very similar back into place when it comes to controlling your calendar. This is how you structure your day so you can get stuff done that needs to get done, maybe without feeling like you're working 24 seven and actually live more and enjoy your life. So, so let's take a look at what happens when we are in school. First of all, we have time periods. You remember that? There, there's a reason why when we went to school or when our kids go to school that they only study math for an hour and then they only study history for an hour. And then maybe there's a nice break in the morning and then there's another period or, you know, they're they're doing something creative and then there's a lunch and then there's another period. The, the reason why is because our brains can't handle all of the information for long periods of time. Like we just lose interest. And so all of this is based on a proven system. It's, it's proven. Your brain likes to do things in chunks and periods of time. So listen, rather than creating this giant master to-do list or this giant monster project that maybe you think, okay, I'm going to spend all day Wednesday getting this done, you're really working against your own human behavior. And it's proven that's why we do this in the school system why we don't just study history, let's say all day, every day, you know, someone like me, history was my major in college. I'm, I, I geek out over that stuff. I could, I could do that, but I couldn't, let's say, study algebra all day. You know what I mean? Like, have you ever thought about that and, and why our kids or why we, as when we were students, why we didn't study history all day or every day for seven weeks and then, then move on to algebra all day, every day for eight weeks. It's because our brains don't like it. We lose interest and then we don't process that information well. So from this point moving forward, I want you to stop taking on your to-do lists in your life and, and stop looking at them as, in terms of like, okay, well, tomorrow all day, I'm going to work on this. Instead, I want you to start thinking in blocks and in periods. So if you apply the same principle to your life, your work, your kids schedule, like thinking in time in terms of like chunks of time, then what you're going to do is you're going to look at your day and you're going to be able to reverse engineer it and think very much in terms of like periods. All right. So so I'm just going to share with you how I chunk out or or period my day. And, and I'm going to be just very, very general here because I'm going to walk through this quickly with you. So the very first part of my day is usually dedicated towards filling me up. You, you've heard me say, put your oxygen mask on first or, or fill your cup first, maybe not just with coffee or, or perky punch as I, as I usually do. But, but this is where I'm feeding my mind. I'm diving into a daily devotional prayer. Uh, I, my goal is to get my body moving and get some exercise in. And, and this is always... I always try and give myself a bigger block of time, mostly because I, I always 
try to overestimate that way when let's say one of my kids wakes up early or something happens first thing in the morning, or if I hit snooze and I sleep in, like whenever there's any interruption, I have a buffer. Okay. That's, but that's a block of time. Then, um, I'm going to talk to you about how actually I organize kind of some of the other things a little bit later. So, so what I'm going to share with you right now, it's in no particular order, but like, you know, exercise, um, personal development, and then, okay, dinner, food prep, um, reconnecting with my kids or my husband, you know, maybe that's another two hours. Okay. Then I'll, I'll send emails, respond to inquiries or return text messages, phone calls, that sort of thing. Um, gosh, I don't, I don't know. Do people still call each other? anymore. I, I don't know, but I, I'm going to give an hour for that. Just good person to person conversation. Okay. Then I like me time. I, I do. I am an introverted extrovert. I guess you would say like it, as much as I love being around people, like I need time to recharge my battery. And, and I also need time to spend with my husband. Right. So now listen, that, that takes time in my calendar, maybe not every day, but at least once a week. And then now going back to my work, like not included in my emails is what I consider my work in social media. So it's maybe responding to customers or planning or forecasting um, my content because that's where I get a lot of my traffic and where, where my um, relationship building comes from, my engagement on social media. And so, you know, maybe I'll spend another hour there, maybe an hour and a half there. And, and then I look at what are my work projects in terms of like, what season am I in right now? And, and I'll talk about that in a minute, but whatever season I'm in right, right now, that's what I call my major, just like in college. Right. And so maybe I'll spend a block of time, um, you know, maybe an hour or, or whatever. And for me, it's usually a big block of time, not more than what I can handle and not lose interest. But for an example, today I blocked an hour of time just to chat with you on this podcast. Like it's not going to take an hour, but putting everything together, getting it posted, writing, you know, the copy to share. I, again, I create a buffer with that. So when you look at all of the blocks, the potential blocks or to do's in your day, you know, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 hours, right? There's, there's more than 10 hours in a day. I know that, but I need some time to sleep and I need some time for extras like running errands and, you know, things that aren't included in my necessary like work to do list, but they're my, these are my periods. These are things that have to be scheduled every day. So here's what I'm going to encourage you start first. And, and I don't really care what order, they necessarily come in, but start first by deciding what periods you are going to master this week. And then like, remember, I have to remember this. If I, let's say, had just got done speaking for today, teaching, um, recording for eight straight hours, I would not, <laughs> I'd be drained. Uh, my brain would be completely dead. And I wouldn't, honestly, I wouldn't enjoy my life after that. I can't give you the best possible um, product or teaching or uh, course and and be running on empty. Like we, we know that to be true for everyone, which is why school days, going back to that analogy, are set up exactly the way that they are. The next thing that I want to talk to you about is alarms and bells. And so the reason why our kids and when we were in school, why we just weren't in school 
and the teachers just didn't rely on their watch, okay, why they they had time to move from one period, one subject to the next, they set up alarms and a bell system because there's something really significant about that feeling, right? And and I don't know if this has happened to you. It's happened to us when when you know we're watching TV or catching up on our, our recent binge <laughs> series binge. But like, have you heard a commercial where then they play the same exact sound of your alarm and you're like, oh, it, it triggers something in you, right? And you're like, oh man, like that's weird. And and you can feel something when you hear that bell. For for us, we we have we have a boxer pit bull, two-year-old boxer pit bull named Bosa. And we trained him whenever he has to go outside and go potty, we have a bell hanging by our back door. And every time he rings that bell, it's like, oh man, I gotta take the dog out again. Like it, it sparks something in you. There's a very particular reason why I'm gonna encourage you to start setting bells and, and alarms. Um, and it's, it's because I want you to feel triggered to move on when you hear that sound that maybe mimics that alarm on your phone or whether it's something, you know, think about the alarm that you wake up to every day. It triggers something in you like, oh man, I'm up, right? Or, oh, I don't want to get up. And, and listen, our kids, when they hear it, it, like I can hear it right now in my head. I think back to when I was in high school and I still hear the bell system, you know? And, and it's just like, all right, I'm done with this. I'm done with math. I'm done with history. It's time to move on to the next subject. So once you figured out what period you want to set at a specific time, set an alarm for each one. And, and at least the big ones until you get really, really used to like feeling that schedule until you can get that rhythm back again. So I'm going to encourage you set an alarm. I, I do it. And I still, I've, I've done this for years. I still do it because I can get so like in the zone with what I'm doing that if I don't set an alarm, I'll end up spending more time than what I need to in that particular area or, or period. And then I'll be tardy to my next task, to my next period. And, and that's not good, right? We have to stick to some sort of schedule. So I want to encourage you to start setting alarms in your phone that signify I'm done with this and it's time to move on to the next thing, okay? The next thing that's really, really important for us to remember about, you know, especially when we think about when we were in school, why we did so well is because there were there were progress reports and, and there was always some sort of measure, you know, like, like think about it. And, and maybe you are thinking about it and you're like, oh man, like I better get some extra credit because I'm getting that C right now in, in algebra. <laughs> but, but like, I got to get myself up to a B or an A. Like the reason we started kicking ourselves in the butt is because we knew that there was a progress report where we were about to be measured, right? So, so now do you send a progress report to yourself in, you know, in, in your life, in your, your daily routine. And I mean, I know if you, if you work, you probably have some measure there, right? We talk about this in our virtual fit crew. There's measurements, not just standing on a scale, but there's other things that we measure to determine, am I making progress? Right. But the truth is it just doesn't happen often. So what I'm going to ask you to do is to set up your own internal progress reports. And, and these are maybe like a date, right? So, so think about it. If it was a date, that's important because that's when you started, let's say, think back to school. If you knew that there was a date when that report, when that progress report was coming out, that was the date when you would like start to run to the mailbox to make sure the progress report that you got it before mom or dad did, <laughs> right? Now it's, it's different. Everything's online. But the truth is you can set up internal progress reports for yourself. 
So I want you to think like, what should they be? You know, for, for me personally, I'll, I'll use this example again, is having a date when I need to film or I need to record each podcast. And, and that's really just because I, I need to make sure that I can get that ahead of schedule. And so then once I determined, okay, here's the date that I'm going to record this for you, then there's accountability as to like, okay, who gets the progress report? And, and for me, I usually lean into my husband and, and he helps to keep me on track. So, so here's the thing together, it's making sure even when I was putting together, um, when I schedule content out for my virtual gym, or when I, when I record, um, courses and trainings for my online Academy, my busy life, kickstart, my shine project, my mindset makeover, I, I have to map these things out. And, and why that's important is because I'm kind of like a big kid. And especially when, you know, you have your own business and, and, or you're starting maybe to build something that is, is really a passion of yours. And it's something you get excited about. It's really easy to like, Hey, I've got a friend that wants to go grab coffee or go grab lunch or man, I just don't feel like doing this today. And, and if I don't have that progress report and knowing, Hey, right around the corner, this is going to be fast approaching. There's this deadline. Um, I would just sit back and get nothing done. But the truth is I work best under pressure. I always have. And, and maybe you do too. And it's, it's the reason why, like, I, I was so guilty. If there was a quiz when I was in school, if there was a quiz on Friday, I would learn all the information just before the quiz. Why? Because I knew there was a quiz on Friday. We do best under pressure. And that's what we call having a deadline. A deadline must be fast approaching. So as if you gave, let's say, I'm going to, I'm going to write, I'm going to write this content out. I'm going to plan um, the next course out. I'm going to prepare what we're doing in our virtual gym. I'm going to do that. It's coming up, right? It's coming up soon. It, it makes you really make sure you get it done. So your deadline needs to be fast approaching because we do, we work best under pressure. So what a fast approaching deadline does is it eliminates that, that task to just sit on it. That, that like, that feeling when you have something that's so far, it's like, you're like, okay, well, I, I need to get that done in the future, but you know, it's really, it's really, really important. But, but if it's not fast approaching, that's something you'll need to get done in the future. It just ends up getting bigger and bigger and bigger and so huge in your brain that by the time you get up to it, that's what makes us feel overwhelmed. And so um, you do everything in your power to just avoid doing it right? Fast approaching deadlines make you work quickly. They eliminate all the unnecessary fluff and stuff, and they actually help you become more efficient. So if we say, for an example, to our kids, here's a textbook. I need you to learn the first three chapters by Friday. Um, mine will probably kick and scream and they'll say, I want to do it. But, but if I said to them, okay, I need you to know these first three chapters you know, like whenever you're ready, let me know. And then I'll test you on them. It would just, it would just become so huge. And they probably would be like, all right, it's going to collect dust in the corner. So just like in school, right? Fast approaching deadlines, make us cut to the chase. It's, it's what we need to just start. It's, it's what needs to be done. And so I, I want to encourage you as you're thinking about what fast approaching deadlines do you maybe have right now or coming up? What are some of the goals that you've set for yourself? Because again, you need to set up some fast approaching deadline. The faster the deadline, the more likely you are to get it done and get it done 
efficiently to get it done well. The last thing that I need you to 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 wrap your head around and and you know like this is really huge it's the reason why we did so well in school you know like not just because of our parents um but because of our teachers and and certainly if you were an athlete in school your coaches there there's this point i I think it happens I, i know for me it was a teenager where i looked at you know my mom for an example and i'm just like i i don't I'm not even sure like how you had children because in my eyes, like they just know nothing. They became like white noise. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's people in your life now who even, even though like to some degree they hold you accountable and they set guidelines and they help you. There's a part of all of that relationship that just becomes white noise because there's something about the respect and admiration and like our own inner drive, not to let someone down when they are a teacher or a coach. It's why I can look at my kids and say, hey, you need to get that done. And their teacher will come at them the same the same thing and say, hey, you need to get that done. They'll roll their eyes at me and give me a hard time, but they'll like sit up straight and they'll, they'll get their act together because I'm mom. I'm, I'm white noise, but their teacher tells them the same exact thing. And it's like, I, I gotta get it together. Do, do you know what I mean? It, maybe it's the same thing with your spouse, <laughs> you know, I can't tell you, I can't tell you what a difference it's made in my life being a part of, um, you know, Chris Downing's mastermind group, working so closely with Shalene Johnson. She's, you know, she's actually become one of my mentors. Chris, as I mentioned, has, is one of my teachers. These are teachers and coaches that I've invested in for myself to be able to work with these individuals. And listen, that investment is returned tenfold. So I got to tell you, man, like, even if you are driven and, and maybe you're someone where it's like, man, I, I, I know I've let myself down, but I don't want to let someone else down. Get yourself a teacher, get yourself a coach. And, you know, not just because of their knowledge or, or anything like that, or their status, but because coaches root for their players. Every coach that I had as an athlete, when I played competitive softball, when I cheered and danced competitively, they wanted me to win, right? Like you want your people to win. You're giving them every possible tip and advice, and you're going to train them. You are going to make sure that they are prepared on a Friday night. So that way when they hit the field or they hit the mat, that they're gonna win. You're gonna make sure that they have every possible opportunity and, and you are going to study the opponent. You're going to tell them exactly what they need to do in order to win. That's what a coach does. So when who do you need to take your life, your work, your goals to the next level? Who's your mentor? Who's your coach? Who's your teacher? Like, and, and you can do this. And, and, listen, I I did this, Chris Downing, whether he realizes it or not, was was my coach for about two years before I met him personally. And I just, I kept applying the things that he was saying and, and, you know, not just exercise and and fitness related, but mindset related before I had gotten to a point where, you know, I did meet him and we developed a a friendship. I call him, he, he literally, he's my big brother now. And, and listen, it makes such a difference when someone personally knows you and they're still rooting for you and they're trying to make that opportunity happen because they is your coach. You want the people who have learned, who have helped you to learn these things. You want them to succeed. 
And, and that's what coaches and teachers do. But until you can get to the point where, you know, maybe it's a matter of being able to afford to have that person mentor you or just maybe for some of us breaking down that wall and saying, like humbling ourselves and saying, I need someone to help me. Maybe that's what it takes. But but you need a coach in every area of your life, fitness, life, parenting, relationships. I, I've got <laughs> relationship coaches. I have finance coaches. Dave Ramsey is one of my finance coaches, right? Like I don't work with them personally, but I read every single book he writes. And I've I've listened to seminars and I've listened to teachings, you know? If you want to go to the next level, if you want to take back control of your calendar, sometimes it means learning from those who have been there, done that, right? And that's where it starts. Okay, so now I want to talk specifically about how you're going to put all of these things together in your calendar. So let's pretend that you're the principal or the administrator who gets to put the schedules together for the kids. <laughs> Would that be fun? So I'm going to explain to you exactly how I do this. And, and these everything that we just talked about are all the pieces that I need to include in my day. And, and of course, there's some other things too, as, as you know, right? Because we're, we're all busy. Um, but this is exactly how I do it. And listen, it's nothing fancy, but I'm in such a habit of doing this because it works. And listen, you know, there's things that have to get done in any given day, right? There's there's other things that maybe have fallen into the course of a person's day, but but this is how I reverse engineer my day. First of all, I I don't leave my days to chance. I, I just, I don't. And the reason why is because there's a lot of stuff. I need to accomplish a whole lot of stuff in a short period of time. And I, I, I do this, I have this mindset because I want to have a lot of extra time to then do whatever I want, right? If you accomplish everything that needs to be accomplished and you're busy all day long, and then you take 10 times longer, you'll actually accomplish less if you don't reverse engineer your day. Does it take a few minutes to do? Yeah. Is it worth every single minute that you'll spend reverse engineering your day? Absolutely. But what you're going to find is it's going to save yourself hours of time if you just take this time, break it down. And, and more importantly, you're going to get done what you need to get done and when you need to get it done. And you'll have more time to spend on the fun stuff, the things that light your soul on fire with, with the people that you actually want to spend your time with. So here's how I reverse engineer by day. I start with anything that is time specific. That, that's the first thing that I start with. And so I write down all of my time specific tasks that I am going to start with today. And, and I'll use today as an example. So I have a time specific task as 7.30 and 8.30 in the morning. I got to get my kids on the bus. I got to get them off to school, which means if I have to make sure that, that my, my oldest is ready by 7.30, I have to get up and make sure if I want to get my daily devotional, my prayer time, and my 30-minute workout in, I need to make sure that I'm up at 6, right? And I'm, I'm going to say 5.45 in case I hit snooze. I, I don't have to drive to a gym, which is a blessing. I literally just drag my butt up and I walk down to my family bonus room, press play, and I get it done. But but this is very specific, right? And, and I can change this, but I have no flexibility, right? Because I know if my kid's not out at the bus stop, she misses the bus or he misses the bus, I, I waste even more time by having to drive them to school, right? And then 
Um, today I have a class at one o'clock, so I need to make sure recording this, running a couple errands, all of that needs to get done prior so I don't miss my class at one o'clock, right? Now, lucky for me, I can set my own schedule. Remember, I, I don't have a boss. I don't have a manager saying, this is when you got to clock in. This is when you're allowed to leave. I set my own schedule, but there's still things that need to be done. And so those blocks get time on my calendar and I know that they can't be changed. I also know, okay, my kids get home around three, four o'clock. I need to make sure that all of my things are done by that time so I can be present for when they show up. All right. Now, all of these things plugged into my day, I then look and say, where are my pockets? Where are pockets of my day when I can connect and engage with people on social media? Maybe I schedule 30 minutes of time in where I can do that. Again, that's how I built my businesses through social media. Maybe I schedule 30 minutes for lunch, right? Maybe I schedule a 15 minute um, touch base where maybe I check in with my mom or I check in with my best friend and just personally connect. But, but I put in those, those time sensitive things in first and, and that gets priority. That's how I reverse engineer my day. Do I do it every day? I do. I really do. Even, even when I'm on vacation, I won't necessarily maybe be so structured, but it helps to keep me on track. And I don't know about you, but I am very easily distracted. I can very easily uh, get excited about something. Either I read online and, and then I find myself getting caught up in stuff that really don't relate to the things that have to get done to those, those blocked periods out of my day, these periods of time. This relates to your schedule. And this is how we as smart, successful, maybe crazy, busy people um, as entrepreneurs, I, I know this, this is how we're able to then give um, more and do more than a lot of other people because we start our day off by looking at what does my day need to look like? And what is it that I want to accomplish at the end of the day? How am I measuring my quote unquote success? And busy friend, I think this is something that you need to define for yourself. You know, maybe you do have a boss in your nine to five that is determining those KPIs for you. But what does it look like in your personal life? What does it look like in your health and wellness? How do you know that you're getting closer to your goal? How do you know you're, you're making progress as it relates to your financial goals or your relationship goals? Remember, whatever you're not willing to track, you're not going to measure. And hey, guess what? Whatever doesn't get on your calendar, you're not going to make time for. And so this is important. This is really, really important. Um, no matter how overwhelmed, no matter how busy or just heavy things feel right now, control what you can control. You can control your calendar. You can control what you are giving your time and attention and your energy to. And it's time to start right now. Listen, friend, if this has been helpful, I want to actually invite you to jump in. I have a five-day busy life kickstart. This is where if you're like, Steph, this is great, but I, I, need, I need a coach to like mentor and walk with me through this. This is totally self-driven and you can actually walk through these bits and pieces here. So on my website, I have a link to check that out. Um, I want to invite you to lean in. Maybe you're someone who's sitting back and you're like, all right, this is the time I've been sitting back 
you know, winter is going to be over soon. I need to get, I need to get my mindset right. I need to get my health and wellness in check. I want to invite you to be a part of our virtual fit crew. This is literally going to be the focus in the month ahead is making over our mindset and, and starting with what you can control. So more information on that, again, on my website, stephcram.com. Thank you so much for being here. And listen, as always, if there's anything that I can do to support you, to encourage you, to hold your hand, link arms, and walk with you through your personal journey, I'm here for you. And it would be an honor to walk through this together. Stop, busy friend. Wait, don't go. I have one more thing. We just talked about how important it is to control your calendar, making time in your schedule for the things that matter most. And listen, I know that when you heard me said that, maybe you rolled your eyes and you're like, ha ha, Steph, that's great, but I'm just too busy. Our lives are fast paced. I get it. And the lack of margin and that white space in our calendar, it increases our stress. It shortens our tempers and it impacts the quality of our life. I know this because I've lived that. And it can also distract us from honoring our priorities and our values. And the downside of that is our happiness, our relationships, and even our work and purpose suffers. See, busy friend, I know that there's things you've always wanted. And I want to help you realize that you don't have to be superwoman or wonder woman to have this like happy and quote unquote balanced life. There's probably even things that you desire that you don't even realize yet. And so what I want to do is I want to help. I have a five-day mini course that's created to help you redefine that work-life balance in quotes, just so you can be effective among the busy cracks of your day. And not only that, but you can create the extra breathing room that you desire in those areas of your life that matter most. So head over to stephcram.com, click on the link for the five-day Busy Life Kickstart to dive in immediately. You will get instant online access to this course. You can listen on the go. There's audio files you can pop in. Have me as like your little cheerleader over the next five days. There's worksheets and exercises with each lesson for those of us that need a place to brain dump. But in this, you're going to be given strategies, tools, and resources to improve your life that focuses on redefining that idea of balance. You're going to start dreaming big again and be encouraged to start living an inspired life. And I've got some awesome freebies in there for you, too. So, again, head over to stephcram.com, click on the link, get enrolled in my five-day busy life kickstart, and get ready, friend, because this kickstart is going to start changing your life.